Two days ago, I saw a vehicle that had hauled that tanker. You want to get out of here? You talk to me. Mad Max Minute and a very happy Christmas to you and yours as we watch Mad Max 2 The Road Warrior one minute at a time. I'm Rick. And I'm Julia. And today we're talking about Minute 81, which begins with the Warrior Woman walking along the top of the tanker, and it ends with Max sideswiping the snake truck. Oh, how I wish this were a Christmassy minute. Something a bit more holly and jolly and gift-giving and families gathering together. Something. Something. Now, I'm sure sometime during this minute, something will occur to me to bring it back around to something that has to do with Christmas, Mm -hmm. but we'll see about that. I think we lucked out with our Halloween episode, that it just happened to be a night scene and it happened to be very suspenseful. It's just not the same with Christmas. I mean, Thanksgiving, that was all right. There was that little bit of these people are my family and everything like that, but not so much here. (laughs) Yeah, I think that coincidence was a gift. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to have a coincidence like that today. No, this It's is, a pretty bad minute. This is one of those situations where you only get certain holidays off and then you have to work other ones. Oh, we're working today. We're working today because we start off with Warrior Woman, Virginia, walking along the top of the tanker. And this is something we mentioned last Friday. I goofed and I jumped ahead from the minute. And oh, Rick. Now this is time. It's for real. She's walking along the top of the tanker and she's got a crossbow in each hand. She's going akimbo. With it. Gonna be all gun kata equilibrium on these raiders. Especially since Bear Claw Mohawk starts climbing up the side of the tanker, r- popping into frame, and she turns real quick and she crouches down. And she fires a crossbow bolt right into him, like straight into his shoulder, and he's like, Rrr! and he falls back. A couple things that I love. I love how no nonsense she was about shooting him. Mm hmm. It's her instincts and her training kicking in, and she just does what needs to happen. Yeah, there's no hesitation. There's no, oh, no, it's a real person. I, I don't, What am I going to do? It's like, no, Raider, dead. Like that dude during the compound attack where she just jumped down behind him and slit his throat. Yes. I also love when Bearclaw Mohawk falls. He is supposed to fall off the tanker Mm -hmm. and fall underneath the tanker and get pulled underneath the wheels. Logically, that is what is supposed to happen here. But it doesn't. He hangs on. Now, is he hanging on specifically with his Bearclaw to the barbed wire? That is a detail that is not explicitly outlined for us there is no close-up shot of his bear claw getting caught in the structure of the tanker Mm -hmm. there are these little pegs sticking out that hold the barbed wire and i just assumed as we were talking about it before and as we're talking about it now that it was his bear claw that got caught on that structure because he was just shot in the shoulder with an arrow so that arm isn't going to be good for however long he's got nothing under his feet so he's just hanging there and if he's only hanging by the one arm he's either got incredible strength or incredible luck and i kind of feel like it's luck more than strength yeah i kind of agree as warrior woman straightens up and starts walking again we have a mad max movies film flub because in the shot before 
shooting bear claw mohawk with the bolt both crossbows are loaded they have bolts ready to go she fires one shot into bear claw mohawk and then when we see her straighten up to start moving again both crossbows are empty so it's one of those little continuity things where technically she should have fired a second time. Excuse me. Based on the results that we see of Bearclaw Mohawk, that he didn't die like he was supposed to, yeah, I think she should have shot him a second time. Like in the face or in the throat. Yeah. Throat's good too. But shoulder, is it just me? Or do people get shot a lot in this movie and it kind of has no lasting effect oh yeah absolutely it just seems to me like all the time people are getting shot and no big deal yep wes got shot in the upper arm and he pulled the arrow out and then put it in his quiver Mm -hmm. bear claw mohawk gets shot in the shoulder papa gallo gets shot in the upper thigh and yeah he limps around a lot but it doesn't impede his ability to drive no even the mechanic got shot in the arm somewhere oh yeah and he's still and moving he's still around moving, moving around thing. like nothing and sometimes you can even see the arrow sticking out of his arm yeah <laughs> So what's the point? I don't know. I think the points are at the end of the arrows and they're a little bit more blunt than they should be. (laughs) So you know that meme where there's some sort of dog person sitting at a table Mm -hmm. and the room is on fire around him and he says, this is fine. I'm fine. Yeah. This is fine. Yeah. Well... That's exactly what happens here. The oh, mechanic, yeah. who is literally on fire, yep. <laughs> says, I'm okay. Yep. He- My response is liar, liar, hands on fire. <laughs> he holds up his hands to Virginia and says, I'm all right. I'm all right. And I'm like, no, no, you're not. <laughs> you're on fire. <sighs> I feel very much like the mechanic when I think about how ahead we are and how on top of things I am with editing and posting and managing this podcast. I sometimes feel like my hands are on fire and everything is on fire and I'm trying to pat out the flames. (laughs) (laughs) And you're sitting there going, I'm fine. I'm all right. This is fine. (laughs) I'm fine. You don't need to come my way. Although... Let's be real. Let's be real for a second here. Virginia waited far too long to take that walk down the length of the tanker because she was doing absolutely no good where she was sitting. Considering that the enemy was going to come from behind, all three of them should have been initially posted on the rear of the truck. And as the enemy inevitably overtook them and started coming up alongside of them, Virginia could move back and forth as she needed to. Now, I'm saying that like it's not a big deal walking across the top of a speeding tanker. It is. So... Not really, she shouldn't have been going back and forth. Just once. Mm -hmm. Just start at the back of the tanker. When the time is appropriate, move to the front of the tanker. Yeah. Not the opposite, which did her no good. We talked a lot on Friday about the ratio of good guys dying and bad guys dying. And with Zeta, it was a one-to-one. Zeta died and one vehicle died. Yeah. I I think think two people were in it, but... Yeah, there was one grappler, one driver. Yeah. That's not an efficient ratio no there's only three defenders they each need to be taking out five to seven people before they themselves go yeah so zeta bad ratio warrior woman has done nothing 
Yeah. Where was she when Wes and the snake truck came up alongside the tanker and tore off Max's door? Right. That's the kind of thing that she really should have been paying attention to. But when we see her crouched in her forward fortification, she's facing backwards off to the wrong side. So that Wes essentially snuck up behind her, threw in the grappling hook, tore off the door. She should have been there with that bow of hers shooting at the snake truck. Yes. Oh, I think we're getting into the what if game. We are. We are. Which it's, uh, it's, it's so a slippery easy slope. to get into. <laughs> but I feel like the warrior woman could have been so much more. Right. She could have had so many heroic moments and, and really stood out. She has had so many moments in this movie so far. We yeah. have seen her be a thorough badass. Oh, absolutely. And then at the end, she just kind of falls apart. And I just don't know why. I mean, I understand that the defenders all needed to die. Right. Part of the story. You can't they all have needed them, to go. You can't have them cutting through the bad guys. Right. And I, I'm okay with that. I'm in favor of that. It's part of the, the stakes of the movie. But she still could have been this warrior woman that is her defining characteristic. Mm -hmm. And the things that we have seen her do so far, she could have done both. Yeah. She could have acted like the warrior woman that she is and killed some marauders and stopped some vehicles and still die. Yeah. There was plenty of bad guys to go around. I am okay with the way that Zeta went out last Friday. I'm okay that he was just a victim of circumstance and that there was nothing he could do to really prevent his death. Granted, I gave him a lot of crap about shooting his crossbow too early and looking away, and but getting hooked by that grappling hook and then torn off the back of the tanker, it happens. At least he was able to take some people with him. I don't have a huge problem with the mechanic, you know, getting shot in the arm and catching on fire. That's a risk. That's something that's very believable in the situation. However, I'm all on board with what you're saying that Virginia should have had more than just shooting Bear Claw Mohawk in the shoulder. She should have been standing up at the front of that fortification with her bow. I don't know. Maybe she pulls out the bow and shoots one of the guys with the weird sunglasses in the snake truck. And maybe she shoots at the guy who was driving the motorcycle that Bearclaw Mohawk was riding on. Maybe she takes out someone else. And while she's doing these things, taking out people on one side of the tanker, she gets shot in the back because they're flanking her. Like, that is the kind of thing that she can go out heroically. Yes, as you were saying that, I thought of Boromir. Yes. That's how she should have gone out. Giving her all and doing as much damage as she possibly could because she can. She has the skills and the tools to do those things. That is how she should have gone out. Mm -hmm. You know what would have been amazing? So she gets shot with arrows, same as in this movie, but she has in her pocket, maybe it's a Molotov, maybe it's some sort of other gas bomb, but she's been shot. She knows she's going to die. So she lights that rag somehow and she has that firebomb in her hand and then she leaps from the tanker, warboy style, onto one of the raider vehicles. Nice. It would have been a crazy stunt for them to do, and it would have been very tricky to <laughs> pull off back then, <laughs> but it would have been an awesome way for her to go out. And I feel like I'm a broken record, but it's just one way that Fury Road improved on Road Warrior. <laughs> yes, it is. Wow. I, oh, okay. I feel like I'm... I, 
if I if I have one request for our listeners, I need a tally counter for how many times <laughs> I've said that phrase. <laughs> that Fury Road improved on something from Road Warrior. Yep. What we get, however, is Wes in the snake truck coming up alongside the tanker, <laughs> and he's on the arrow turret, which has another name. It's called a four-pack. Yep. Yep, we've seen it before. I find it interesting that... Wes just climbs onto this car and takes over. I find it annoying. So he gets onto the car. He gets the grappling hook, does the grappling hook thing. Great. The next time we see him, he's now taken over the four pack. Mm -hmm. Somebody was already on the four pack working it. Yeah. And he just, I can imagine him just like shoving that other person away. One thing that I find weird is the fact that the snake truck fell back behind the tanker and then moved to the other side of the tanker. Mm. Same maneuver that Wes did with the motorcycle the last time he encountered the rig. He he went up to one side, did some sort of disabling maneuver that worked fairly well, then fell behind a little bit, swooped around to the other side. They just love taking advantage of that blind spot. Well, yeah. <laughs> I can't blame them. I mean, them. there are some inherent disadvantages on doing a car chase that you can't see everywhere. So... A smart person, which Wes isn't stupid. He may be insane, but he's not stupid. He seems to know to take advantage of those disadvantages. So Wes shoots the four pack at Virginia, hits her square in the stomach chest area with two bolts, I think. I think only two of the arrows actually hit her. All right. At first I thought it was three and then I cut back and looked really, really close. And I was thinking that I only saw two. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the shot specifically when you see the arrows go into her that if you look very closely in the blue sky space in the bottom left corner of the screen you can see dark strings very thin fishing line with strings coming out of the end of those arrows which means that they had strings attached to her costume going through the arrows off camera and then they probably just slingshotted those bolts into her costume to make sure that they go straight. Or we posit an alternative explanation. The four pack was connected to the bolts by strings. And all Wiz had to do was turn a crank <laughs> and suck those bolts back in. So we're going with the fishing line idea that I was talking yes. about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because that just seems, I just don't see a reason why that shouldn't be. In an environment like this where you can't reclaim your ammunition, why not be on strings? Yeah, I'm very surprised at there not being more harpoons. You know? Yes, I was going to draw that comparison on Friday and I forgot about it. That yeah, harpoons are arrows yeah. on strings. For some reason, I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed 4 lately. And that is, of course, the pirate one. And one of the mini games you can participate in is whaling because there were a lot of whales back then. So you could just go out in a little rowboat and stab whales until they die. But these harpoons, they're large, heavy iron barbs with very specific tips on them. And you throw them and they stick into the animal and then they're attached to a rope so that you can tire the animal out before you kill it. And it's that exact sort of thing. Oh, Lord, I'm going to say it again. That you see a lot in Fury Road. <laughs> oh, boy. I just can't stop today, can I? Nope. <laughs> we might have to institute a rule number two. We can't talk about what the Lord Humongous and Papagallo could have done differently at their first meeting. Yep. And number two is stop comparing it to Fury Road. Yes. 
All right. Well, I think in, right now we institute that rule right this minute. Okay. We'll start that institute now. There is going to be an event at a later time that I think we need to disable that rule, but... We'll see when we get there. Yeah. It'll be a special occasion. Right. We Very only, far down the way. We only have three weeks left. Right. I think we should be able to go three weeks... I don't want to... Without talking about Fury Road. I don't want to spoiler alert what I have planned for our last episode. Okay. Which I just might have. I don't know. <laughs> you can edit that out because now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So Virginia just got shot with arrows. Wes laughs and congratulates oh. the other raiders around him. Wes is such a jackass. He like pats a guy on the back sort of thing. Yeah. Like, high-fiving and like bumping chests and bro wasn't that cool he's a jackass <laughs> yep you'll get no argument from me yeah what follows <laughs> i do not like what follows starting at second 19 we get a shot of virginia we get a shot of mechanic looking at virginia we get a shot of virginia we get a slow zoom in on the mechanic then the mechanic or then Virginia falls over. Then the mechanic watches her fall. It's just back and forth for a solid 10 seconds. When we only talk about 60 seconds at a time, all of a sudden seconds become precious. Oh my gosh, it, became, it felt like an eternity. I know that we need to give the warrior woman an appropriate send-off and that the mechanic's realization that he is now the only defender left alive, that's a huge thing for him and obviously he's going to react to that. However... Yeah, I guess it goes back to Virginia getting a crappy death, which means we couldn't stay with the mechanic as he realizes that he is the only defender left, because that's an important detail, mm -hmm. especially for somebody who wasn't supposed to be there. He's not military or security. He is a civilian and he should not be there. So I wish that both things had gotten their own separate moments instead of being mixed in together like this. Yeah. And it's not just that Virginia falls. She looks in the wide shot like she's going to fall off the tanker completely, but then we cut in closer and she gets caught on the barbed wire. It's barbed wire. I love the concept. Right. It's a fantastic concept. Guarding, specifically guarding against raiders trying to climb up the sides. The only problem is that the both times so far that the barbed wire has come into play, it has only been a negative for the good guys and a positive for the bad guys. Right. Bearclaw Mohawk specifically used one of the structural elements of the barbed wire to climb up the side of the tanker. And Warrior Woman just got shot and she's just falling and now she's strung up on this barbed wire making a bad situation even worse i suppose it could be said that the alternative was that she fell onto the ground probably got sucked under the tire which is a horrific way to die but and as faster. we find out by the end of this minute she is still alive so she doesn't die in this minute does she die in 82 have you looked ahead at all I don't recall when she actually does die. She dies officially tomorrow. Okay. Alongside the mechanic, no less. Right. I mean, getting run over by her own truck would have been a pretty horrific way to go. But getting caught mostly dead on barbed wire is dehumanizing. Yeah. It's mortifying. I like our Boromir idea better. Mm-hmm. We think, and I feel like I can say this is the official stance of the Mad Max Minute, we think the Warrior Woman deserved a more heroic death. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. After the Warrior Woman 
falls. Mm -hmm. And the mechanic does kind of a goofy move of sticking his head out over the edge to watch her fall. Yeah. He returns to the task at hand, which is his hands (laughs) on fire. (laughs) He grabs a bag of water. Yeah. That I love. I love the presence of this water. Okay. Because it anticipates that they are doing something dangerous with fire. And hey, let's have, at the very least, a small safety system in place. Have we seen at all in this movie any kind of consideration for safety before now? None come to mind. Yeah, I mean, okay, they did put defenses up on the top of the tanker, Mm -hmm. which actually I think ended up being more of a liability than an asset, but I love just the simple act of throwing a bag of water up there. So the mechanic pulls out a knife and he starts cutting open this bag and just spreading the water all over himself. Yep. Because there is no... No room for him to stop, drop, and roll on top of that tanker. No. This is the only way that he's going to douse this fire. While he's attending to himself, Wes is able to grab Bear Claw Mohawk and lift him up so that he's no longer hanging in such a precarious situation. And it is a rare instance of Wes being a team player. It is, which I was initially surprised at because I had not identified that Raider as being Bear Claw Mohawk. But Once you, like, blew my mind and I realized that it was him, it does make more sense because they're on the same team. Mm -hmm. They're they're both the Mohawkers. There's a Josh Groban song called You Raise Me Up. Oh, yeah. It's like a ballad. Yeah, it is. From Bearclaw to Wes. So I can stand on mountains. You raise me up to walk on stormy seas. One thing that I find really impressive about Bearclaw Mohawk getting a little help from Wes and being able to pull himself up is that he grabs the arrow stuck in his shoulder and he tears it out and tosses it aside like it's nothing. I want to know why Bearclaw Mohawk gets a badass moment like that and Virginia went out with pretty much with a whimper. Yeah. Like, that's the sort of thing Virginia should have done. I think I'm going to be a little sour about that for a while. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the Worry Woman has been a constant source of outrage for us because we love her so much as uh-huh. a character. Yes. And she just gets so many awesome opportunities taken away by just an unkind script. <laughs> Right. So freed from the precarious hanging position and without an arrow in his shoulder, Bear Claw Mohawk climbs to the top of the tanker as Wes and the snake truck speed up to get back to the cab. It's at this point that we catch up with the feral child who is still crouched behind Max between the cab and the tanker. And we get to see that the feral child looks over to where the snake truck is. And then we tilt up and we get to see Max looking through the window and he sees the snake truck coming too. And I like how both of them share this realization that something is coming. I like that we get to see it from the feral child's perspective because he's been pretty safe back there so far. The raiders don't seem to know he's there as a vulnerability that Mm -hmm. could be taken advantage of. And from... The feral child's perspective, the snake truck is coming into view and coming into a place where they could see feral child and find out about that vulnerability that's there. Yeah. But they don't quite make it. Nope. Before Max does something to thwart them. So it reminds us that the feral child is not in a safe place and it's only a matter of time before he is discovered by bad, bad people. Exactly. Now, you mentioned Max is able to counteract the fact the 
snake truck is coming up on his side by turning the wheel sharply to the left and that causes the rig to sideswipe the snake truck and that sideswipe is an interesting maneuver because it's effective but at the same time there's a piece of shielding attached to the wheel well of the rig and sideswiping the snake truck causes that piece of shielding to fall off which before recording you spoke about with some criticism oh yeah but I think that there are times that something breaking off is a protection from something else getting hurt more. Mm-hmm. Perhaps this gave way easily so that something else didn't get hurt more. Now, there is one good outcome to this thing falling off because it falls off into the road and the snake truck has to swerve wildly off to the side of the road. We're going to see that in tomorrow's minute. But I don't believe that that was its design. I believe the design was there to cover the wheels so that no one could drive up alongside and shoot out the tires because there would be this piece of metal in the way. And if I've learned anything about welds from things on the internet, and this is specifically me watching a lot of videos from Michael Cthulhu. He's this fabricator who lives on Martha's Vineyard and he makes just giant swords. And I've learned from him that a good weld is just as good as a solid piece of steel that was never two pieces. The fact that this giant plate just fell off the side of the truck kind of tells me that the people in the compound are not good welders. And granted, we don't know what their background was. We don't know what type of profession they were beforehand. But whatever they were, good welders is not one of them because that just fell off. I imagine they had a list of priorities and that this was at the bottom. Yeah. Although it shouldn't have been at the bottom because... They didn't have replacement tires for that truck. No. And on the journey into the compound, how many tires did we decide they lost? We're pretty sure that at least two of the inside rear tires, because you've got the outside, the inside on the back there. So yes, the rig is outfitted with like spares of tires. There's 10 tires on that thing total. So they can afford to lose two, but they can't afford to keep losing tires. Mm -hmm. So that plate there was meant to keep tires inflated and whole. Yeah. Because that's a really easy way to disable the truck. Yeah. Is to blow out all its tires. So maybe that should have been a higher priority. Yeah, I think it should have. I have something to add that I was thinking about over the weekend from what we talked about on Friday with Christy Porter. Okay. She talked about Wes having a history of isolation and that contributing to his current state of insanity. Okay. And I I wish I'd thought of it while we still had her on the mic. But I thought about it over the weekend. Perhaps that's why he had that specific relationship with the golden youth. Because he has a history of isolation, maybe he wanted to guarantee he'd never be alone again. So he found somebody that he could force to always be with him. Before the golden youth died, did we ever see one of them without the other? No. Exactly. I think he wanted to guarantee that he was never alone. That he was never isolated, that he always had somebody around. I like that. Yeah. That explains a lot. Cool. So that brings us to the end of this minute. We are going to come back tomorrow and see how the snake truck reacts to being sideswiped, how that piece of metal I mentioned before factors into how the snake truck reacts, and we're going to keep on plugging away at this huge chase scene. So come back for that. The Mad Max Minute podcast is a fan project by Rick and Julia Ingham. The Mad Max franchise was created by George Miller and Byron Kennedy. 
and presented by Warner Brothers Pictures in association with Village Roadshow Pictures. Mad Max Minute is produced and edited by Rick Ingham. Our opening music is by Daniel Batista of DanielBatista.com. You can follow Mad Max Minute on Twitter at Mad Max Minute, on Facebook at Mad Max Minute Beyond Microphone, and at MadMaxMinute.com. And finally, if you would like to contribute to the podcast, visit MadMaxMinute.com, click on the support link at the top of the page, and check out our Patreon to help us keep the tanks full. Thank you for joining us for Minute 81 of The Road Warrior. We'll see you tomorrow.